Andrew's Daily Five. Five. At the end of the end, it's the start of a journey to a much better place. And this wasn't bad, so a much better place would have to be special. No need to be sad. Hello, I'm Andrew May and I love music. In January of 2021, I made a list of my 250 favorite albums of all time. Join me as I count these down. We're going to do two albums a day. Let's rock and roll. Roll. Hello and welcome to the final episode of this countdown. My top 250 albums. Here we are with number two and number one. Thank you for sticking with me. We'll start off with number two, which is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles from 1967. Their eighth album, it was Paul's idea that the new album should represent a performance by a fictional band. This alter-ego group would give them the freedom to experiment musically by releasing them from their image as the Beatles. The album was praised for its innovations in songwriting, production, and graphic design, for bridging a cultural divide between popular music and high art, and for reflecting the interests of contemporary youth and the counterculture. Its release was a defining moment in 60s pop culture, heralding the Summer of Love. It spent 27 weeks at number one in the UK and 15 weeks at number one in the US. One journalist recalled, quote, the closest Western civilization has come to unity since the Congress of Vienna in 1815 was the week the Sgt. Pepper album was released. In every city in Europe and America, the radio stations played it and everyone listened. For a brief while, the irreparable fragmented consciousness of the West was unified, at least in the minds of the young. This album has flirted for my number one top album spot many times since 2008, when Rubber Soul was replaced by my current number one album. Abbey Road, my number three album, also does this often. In fact, anytime I listen to Abbey Road or Sgt. Pepper, I think to myself, this is my favorite album ever. More than anything, I consider these top three albums as a trio of musical perfection, but I still give the slight edge to number one. But first, my number two album, which is the eighth Beatles album on this countdown. Here it is, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Here is Andrew's Mix, which has 49 clips. Do it. 
admit it's getting better, better a little better all the time.
to look Woke up, fell out of bed Dragged a comb across my head Got my way upstairs and had a smoke And somebody spoke and I went into a dream And number one, my favorite album of all time is The Beatles by The Beatles from 1968, commonly called The White Album. This is a double album with 30 songs. They wrote most of the songs for this album on Rishikesh, India, studying transcendental meditation in early 68. The songs are all over the place. They go from rock and roll to blues to folk to country to hard rock and to psychedelic. But I love it because of how diverse it is. Yet in its diversity, there is a cohesiveness that I can never get enough of. It is as if they all just completely let go musically and created whatever came to mind. To me, this is the Beatles in their most pure form. Now, I understand that they didn't record most of these songs together and that they were all kind of doing their own thing. This actually seems more like a prelude to each of their solo careers, but it is still distinctively the Beatles. It has been my absolute favorite album for 14 years in a row. This is the ninth Beatles album on this countdown. Here is the White Album, Andrew's Mix, which has a record-shattering 79 clips.
did you kill? Bungalow Bill So Captain Marvel zapped him right between the eyes How did children sing? I don't know why Nobody told you Steal my guitar
Well, there you have it. My top 250 albums of all time. Thank you for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed sharing this with you. Really quick, just a countdown wrap-up like I want to do. The final decade update after 250 albums, the aughts won with 68 albums in the 90s and a distant second with 48, the teens with 42, the 70s with 35, 60s with 34, the 80s with 15, the 50s with 3, 
20s and 40s with two, and the 30s with just one album. 63.2% of the albums were from 1990 to 2019, and 27.6% were from the 60s and 70s. The top year was 2007, with 15 albums from that year. 2011 had 11, 1967 had 10. In fourth place, 2005, 2008, and 2012 with nine. And in fifth place, 1971, 94, 2010, and 2015 with seven albums. The top artists, the Beatles had nine albums. Bob Dylan had eight albums. In third place, Death Cab for Cutie, Pink Floyd, and Paul McCartney all had six albums. And in fourth place, Led Zeppelin, Coldplay, and They Might Be Giants with five albums. A quick programming announcement. Next week, I will do five more bonus request episodes where I will play songs that listeners have sent in. We will also finish up the Album Art Championship. So on Monday, I will announce the round three winner from weeks 13 to 16. I will also announce this week's five winners so that they can face off against each other. On Wednesday, I will announce the winner of this week. And the Album Art Championship final stage will be set. Then on Friday, the winner of the Album Art Championship will be announced. Thanks to everyone that has participated in this. And thank you for joining me as I've counted down my 250 favorite albums of all time. As part of my preparation for each episode, I listen to every song on every album on this list. So for me, this has been a joy to research and record and listen to all of these albums and songs. In total, 1,043 songs were played on this countdown. And if you found a few artists or albums that you didn't know before and you love now, then that makes me happy. I will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. No need to be sad